The Day I Realized Who My Spirit Guide Was. This is a story of twists and turns, but I want to start with August Comte's philosophical theory. His positive philosophy theory states that human intellect develops through three stages of thought. The first is theological, the second metaphysical, and the third and final stage is positive. Comte writes, In the final, the positive state, the mind has given over the vain search after the absolute notions, the origin and destination of the universe, and the cause of phenomena, and applies itself to the study of their laws, that is, the invariable relations of succession and resemblance. Reasoning and observation, duly combined, are the means of this knowledge. It all began in my beloved Tennessee. I was wandering the suburbs of Nashville as we enjoyed our daily walk, and we came across a public library, the kind where you take a book and you leave one in return. It was a wooden box with a glass door, perched upon a wooden stake at the end of someone's drive. One book caught my eye. It felt so familiar. For some reason I was drawn to this particular book. Danielle and I had been curious about my spirit guide. I had began to do some research and had realized that the nature of his dress was what was known as the medicine man in Native American culture. One who had contact with the spirit realm. A shaman of sorts. In some ways this made sense, as I had always felt a profound connection with America. It felt so deeply like home, even before I had arrived. And it wasn't for the reasons everyone always assumes. It was something about the land. It drew me, and I felt a deep sense of connection in its air. Something about it was much more primal. I didn't take the book. I felt bad because I didn't have one to exchange. And so we continued on our way. Later on, I can't remember if it was the next day or not, I had been doing more research on the identity of my spirit guide. I ended up coming onto Black Elk. In this particular picture I noted the feather that stood from his hair. On the cover of the book his head had been cropped, and the feather had not been visible. He had become a medicine man from spontaneous out-of-body experiences and downloads from somewhere else, something I had become familiar with. Was this him? I went back to seek out the book, as if it called to me. I searched up and down the unfamiliar streets, searching for the right garden library. It turns out there were many. When I finally came across the right one, after many miles of searching on foot, the book was gone. It taught me the lesson that we must not deny ourselves and say no when the right opportunity arises. I returned, empty-handed, and retreated into my meditation. Arriving at my sacred space... Once again I was greeted by my unknown friend. He directed us outside, into the open space behind the home tree. We sat down across from each other, both closing our eyes in a joint meditation. We sat still, eyes closed, legs crossed, hands grasping at our knees. Suddenly, the world spun around, with its central axis in the center between he and I. My body remained cemented in place while my guide spun with the movement of the earth. I watched as he rotated into me and we became one. I had been looking into a mirror. We were one and the same. It was an inner wisdom, an inner knowing that I could tap into. A higher self. One that had all the knowledge if only I could ask the right questions. The spirit guide was me. We can all access this innate, all-knowing nature that connects all of us. 
I later found Itzhak Bentov, who speaks of exactly this. He speaks of how, when we finally reach the pinnacle of the universe, we find a mirror of ourselves staring back at us. We are one and the same. I hope that you've enjoyed this three-part series. Be sure to check out the rest of the website, mysteryspeaks.com.